Welcome to the Hurtship Podcast. My name is Sitzke Kazimir, and in this podcast, I'll be exploring the power and, dare I say it, joy of middle management. Middle managers are best placed to see the reality of an organization and to create movement within it. I'll be sharing stories, practices, theory, and insights. The Hurtship Podcast is your weekly reminder to seize the opportunities of the power of the middle. In last week's episode, I spoke about autonomy and how purpose, autonomy and mastery are the three elements that motivate people and horses. And this week's episode was therefore going to be about mastery. And then last night, I read a post on Instagram that inspired me. Um, And it inspired me to stick with autonomy. It was a post about horses, of course. And it was about how you can map the no that a horse gives you. So when a horse says no, they may do so by running, bucking, stopping. And this was about if we get a big no like that, how do you listen to that no? And as I was reading it, I realized that this was still the topic for this week, that I wasn't done yet with autonomy and that I barely probably did autonomy justice in last week's episode. Now, in my experience, autonomy is a topic we tend to skirt around in organisations. And sometimes we make it so flat that it warrants no further discussion. We refer to people who autonomously did things which destroyed their organisation, for instance. And of course, that's not the autonomy we want. So when I value autonomy, I'm referring to everyone in an organization who uses their own wisdom and clues to understand how they can best bring their role to life to serve the purpose of that organization. It's not the autonomy of I want to do this and so I'm going to do it. It does serve a purpose. And this comes from the wisdom of herds. In a herd, Autonomy is not the right to do what I want, regardless of what others think. It's how can I experiment with things I think might be helpful that can serve the herd? It's the horse that goes off and finds the new grass. And sometimes the herd will follow and sometimes they may not. You can discover together if perhaps there's something that the herd may want to take on from that autonomy. But it's always in service of that herd. And as I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about the word no and listening to no, I realised that autonomy is very much about both no and yes. And so that's really what I want to look at in this week's episode. How do we use those two words in an organisation? Now, yes might seem an easy word. Yes is often accepted. 
it's liked. And that also makes it challenging because is the yes we give or the yes we receive a true yes? So think about the yeses that you've given recently, all the things that you've said yes to in your work. You may have said yes literally when someone asked, can you do this? Is this possible? Um, or perhaps the yes was implied in by you taking something on in things that all of a sudden were in, on your to-do list. And so if you think about those yeses, how many of those yeses were things that you actually came up with yourself? Things you started to do because you were interested in them. And if they were responses to requests, how much time did it take you to say yes? And in that time, did you consider a no? Did you feel you had a choice to say no? When you said yes, did you actually feel the yes? And where did you feel it? Did you say yes truly or did you say yes because you felt you had to? Now we don't need to think deeply perhaps about every yes. Our work always comes with things we might rather not do and they're part of the job. So yes is almost a given. And at the same time, if we don't honour the yeses, if we don't also see that there could be a no, and if every yes just becomes a, this is what's expected of me, how do we discover a true yes? Yes and no need each other. If you don't have a no, you don't truly have a yes either. And if you don't have a yes, you don't truly have a no either. And still, they are difficult words in organisations. Yes is often assumed, expected. And I have spoken with countless leaders and employees who find it incredibly hard to say no. Two letters and yet so hard to say. And when people do speak to me about the difficulty of saying no, they tend to speak to me about how hard they find it to say no. And if that is so, it has to be true that we find it hard to accept that no too. Just that's something maybe we don't pay as much attention to. So if it's hard for you as a leader to say no to those you work for or those who are working for you, then how is it for others to say no to you? And that's where the post I read last night really triggered me because it spoke about experiencing a no in a horse and in this case, it was quite a big no, 
a horse bolting, how that tends to be preceded by many little no's. And the invitation of the person who was writing it was to explore all the little no's that came before, to see them, to discover them and to acknowledge them. In stable horse herds, there's typical, very little aggressive behaviour. Horses who know and trust each other tend to listen when another horse whispers no. If a horse comes too close to one of my mares who doesn't like horses being very close to her, it takes a flicker of the ear. I might hardly notice it. And the horses around her know that that means no. Unfortunately, in many organisations, just like in many interactions between horses and people, or between horses who don't know each other, we only pay attention once the no is shouted. We've missed all the whispered no's that preceded it. And as I've been thinking about this, I realise this is not only true for the no of others, also this is very often true about our own no's. So I love this invitation that when we encounter a big no, can we go looking for all the small no's that we ignored before? Now in organisations, typically we have words for big no's. We recognise them and we may call them resistance or we may talk about a difficult employee. And then we have processes to work with these big no's. Um, They often get addressed in communication plans if we're talking about resistance or improvement plans for difficult employees, or sometimes they result in low scores in the performance review. And we have rather few questions about these big no's. We seldom ask, why did you wait for people to scream no before you intervened? How come we didn't notice the small signs? How come we didn't notice the whispered nose? And we often forget that as small as they are, yes and no are two words that are of the essence for an organisation. And that both can only exist when they exist together. So to remind ourselves of that, to remind you of that, this week's practice is to pay attention to the whispered yeses and nos that you encounter as you go about your work, both in yourself and in those you work with. Notice when you think, yes, that's what I'd like to do. That's what I'd like to pay attention to. That's how I'd like to do it. And notice when you feel a no. And notice when you can see a yes in one of your employees. Or a no. When it's still only a whisper. And you can notice it. Notice them. Acknowledge them. And honour them. 
Now, it's likely you may feel a temptation to act on them. And the invitation is, for now, just sit with them and see how it is to be with those yeses and nos, rather than to shift them. Of course, if you can accept a yes, that's great. Or if you can accept a no. And the response may not be necessary. Noticing can be enough. And notice what happens to your energy when you notice and respect these responses and to others' energy. I found that when I can accept both yes and no, I have a lot more energy. And often it starts by acknowledging the no's and yes's in myself. And that allows me to free up energy to listen to those of others. And if you encounter big no's this week, go looking for the small no's. What came before? What were all the times that you didn't want to hear a no that may have led you to this big no? Pay attention to those key words in your organisation this week. Here's a small postscript to this podcast. I realised that though I spoke about the risk of ignoring no's, which is that if we ignore the whispered nose, we might get a big blow-up nose in our face later. There's also a risk to ignoring the yeses. And the yes may be a word, but it may be initiative that one of your employees shows. It may actually come in the form of a question, in the form of interest of wanting to do something else. It may be a stirring in you that you'd like to try something else. And there is a risk to ignoring yeses too. When we ignore the whispered yeses, there won't be a scream, but we might go completely silent. So as you go about your week, notice the whispered yeses and the whispered no's in yourself and in those around you. you for listening to the Herdship podcast. As I close, I have three requests and a thank you. First of all, I hope this podcast may have inspired you to try some new things. When you do, I'd love to hear from you. You can send any feedback, questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes to podcast at Herdship.com. That's herd like a herd of horses combined with the word ship. Secondly, if you enjoyed the podcast, please press the subscribe button so that further installments will show up automatically in your feed and you can tune in weekly. My third and final request is that if you liked it, please share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it too. As a thank you, you will find any resources, such as links to articles or books I have mentioned, and practices from this episode on herdship.com slash podcast. 